0: Knockbeg's Paddy will represent Carlo in National Enterprise Finals. Article by Michael Tracy. A teenage entrepreneur from Knockbeg College will represent Carlo at this year's Student Enterprise Programme National Final on Friday the 14th of May. Paddy Murnane from PM Sports at Knockbeg College will be among the 80 finalists logging in to the virtual final this year. Paddy won the senior category in the county final organised by the Carlow Local Enterprise Office on the 24th of March, which was held virtually. An estimated 117 students from five schools took part in the annual programme locally. Carlow County Council Cahirlach Tom O'Neill welcomed the students and acknowledged the significant work they had put into the student enterprise programme in 2021 along with their teachers. In the junior category, students representing Carlo at the national final were Megan Dollard and Neave O'Reilly from Nutella Cookies at St. Leo's College. In the intermediate section, Leah Reddy, Clodagh O'Shea and Teresa Lopez from ETEM at Tyndall College will represent the county at the final. The county has a successful track record in the student enterprise competition. Only last year, students from Tullow Community School were runners-up in the senior category at the national final. Those involved were Dana Kearney O'Brien, Ellie Byrne, Michelle Murray and Megan Doyle, who worked under the guidance of their teacher Brian Larkin. Their student enterprise was called The Last Straw which supplies stainless steel reusable straws into fast food outlets to reduce the number of plastic paper straws going to landfill. Speaking at the county final, Kieran Comerford, Head of Economic Development and Enterprise at the local enterprise office, congratulated the students, saying, We have a very successful student enterprise programme here in Carlow, with over 117 students from five local schools taking part this year. Our national finalists are excellent ambassadors for the programme and we wish them the very best of luck on Friday the 14th of May. We'll all be logged on to support them. In what has been a particularly challenging year for students, the programme has offered them an outlet outside of the usual school demands. What our students are learning from the programme is that with the right supports and encouragement, They can take an idea from the classroom and develop it into a real-life business. The skills they learn along the way, such as business planning, market research, selling and teamwork, will help them become more entrepreneurial throughout their future careers. The local students will be competing against hundreds of their peers from all over Ireland at the national finals on Friday the 14th of May. Talented Holly and her dad light up the stage on popular TV show. Article by Suzanne Pender. A talented Carlo girl not only lit up the RTE stage, but managed to coax her dad into joining her in the limelight too. Ten year old Holly Harmon from Benakeri performed yesterday, Monday, on the popular RTE show Donica's Too Talented alongside her dad Barry, singing their hearts out to the Olly Moores and Demi Lovato smash hit, Up. The show was recorded last August, but was broadcast for the first time yesterday, much to the excitement of all in the Harmon household. It was such a great experience for them, and something to really look forward to, said Mum Emer. Presented by rugby legend Donego Callaghan, the show asks talented youngsters to mentor an adult family member, to join them on the big stage. We sent in a video of them singing together at the very last minute and really didn't think any more of it, said Emer. Then a month or two later we heard from them and after a few virtual auditions they were brought to the RTE studios to record the show, she adds. Holly first sang the Meghan Trainer song, Better When I'm Dancing. Then it was time for the father-daughter duo to come together and reveal their flair for show business. The RTE cameras also rolled at the Harman house to watch Holly put Barry through his paces. Dunnocka was lovely, so good with all the kids. Everyone was lovely. They couldn't have been nicer, said Emer. A fourth-class pupil at Bennet National School, Holly is a member of Spotlight Stage School and also Striking Productions, where her passion and talent for performing is greatly encouraged. Brothers Bobby, aged 12, and seven-year-old Davy, along with the extended Harmon family, were all very excited to see Holly and Barry perform on yesterday's show. We couldn't have the big get-together we would have wanted, but we'll all be watching and recording it to hopefully watch again all together in the summer, said Emer. Dunachus, Too Talented is repeated on RTE1 this Saturday at 5.15pm, and is also available on the RTE player. Hanover area to be more bike-friendly. Article by Suzanne Pender Hanover in Carlow is to undergo an exciting facelift, making it much more accessible to pedestrians and cyclists. Carlow County Council unveiled draft plans for the Hanover Granby Row Pedestrian Cycle Scheme at last Thursday's meeting of Carlow Municipal District. The preliminary plan incorporates designated cycle and pedestrian paths, an upgrade of the streetscape and the overall transformation of Hanover, changing the character of the area from a main road to a town centre location. Acting Executive Engineer Niall Kinsella outlined the draft plan, which includes widening the footpath to facilitate pedestrians and a cycle lane, and the slight narrowing of the roadway. He stated that the Hanover Grand Bureau Pedestrian Cycle Scheme was among 15 applications sought by the Council under its Active Travel Submission, with approval expected imminently. Mr Kinsella stated it was currently a draft proposal and assured that everyone would be given the chance for their comments and their inputs. Councillor Tom O'Neill described the plan as another good news story for Carlo adding that it would enhance the whole area. He asked about the impact on Hanover residents and their involvement in the plan. Councillor Adrienne Wallace welcomed enhanced cycling facilities in the town and asked if it was a segregated cycle path, while Councillor Casson asked if a one-way system would be in place for cyclists on the road councilor Finton Phelan welcomed the proposal, but added that he too shared the concerns of Councillor O'Neill regarding the impact on Riverside residents. Mr Kinsella stated that there had been some engagement with residents confirming that the Council's initial proposal was to remove the wall at Hanover. However, following some concerns from residents, a decision had been made to leave the wall intact. Mr Kinsla also confirmed the pedestrian and cycle path would be segregated using different materials and colour, while cycling would be one way on the left in accordance with the rules of the road. Mayor Fergal Brown asked if retaining the wall was the correct option, asking if it would be way safer and a better job from day one to consider other options. Mr Kinsella stated that the Council was confident that the design presented met all the design and safety standards, but that there was scope to look at some alternatives. Council members agreed to proceed with the project to Part 8 of the planning process, putting it out to public consultation, should the funding become available. It was then proposed by Councillor John Casson and seconded by Councillor Tom O'Neill. Sorka seeks help in finding lost locket with photo of her late father. Article by Suzanne Pender The daughter of a former Carlo GAA player has appealed for help in finding a lost locket that has a lot of sentimental value. DCU student Sorka Corden had been travelling on the dart from Kilbarrick to Tara Street in Dublin for teaching practice early last Wednesday morning when the locket snapped without her realising. She took to Twitter that day in the hope that someone may have seen the locket or handed it into Irish Rail. I've had it for years and it has a lot of sentimental value as there is a photo of my late dad in there. If anyone sees it travelling today, please get in touch, she wrote on social media. Sarka is the daughter of former Carlo GAA captain Andrew Corden, who died tragically at the age of 24 in a forklift accident in 2002. Speaking to the Irish Examiner, the 21-year-old revealed that she was just two years old at the time. I've had the locket for around seven or eight years. My family helped me buy it to replace an older one I had, she explained. My dad passed when I was two, so I've always carried a photo of him around to feel close to him. Sorka said that once she realised she had lost the locket, she got in touch with Irish Rail, but it hasn't yet been handed in despite a huge outpouring of kind messages and support from the many people who knew and loved her late father. While playing with Carlo, Corden captained the county to O'Byrne Cup's success shortly before he died. Since 2019, the winners of the GAA Under-21 Development League are awarded the Andrew Corden Cup in his honour. Cross-Border Council meeting with Leash will take place in April. Article by Ryan Dunn and Suzanne Pender. Traditionally it's a hotly contested affair and this one promises to be no different with simmering county rivalries expected to emerge in all their glory. The annual meeting of Carlow Municipal District and Grey Cullen Port Arlington Municipal District will take place virtually on Wednesday the 14th of April but if early indications are correct The online forum is unlikely to dampen any of the sparks expected to fly. Items such as antisocial behaviour in Greg Cullen and the need for CCTV will feature on the agenda. At last Thursday's meeting of Carlow Municipal District, Mayor Councillor Fergal Brown said it was important for both districts to meet at least once a year to discuss issues of common interest. Oh, I'm waiting for it and ready, smiled Councillor Ken Murnane. Councillor Andrea Dalton cheekily quipped, Who will chair the meeting? With Mayor Brown replying that Councillor Ashling Moran, the formidable chair of the Greg Cullen Port Arlington Municipal District, would be well able to sort that out, and rightly so. At the recent meeting of Greg Cullen, Port Arlington Municipal District, Director of Services Jerry Murphy said that the agenda included housing development in Greg Cullen, roads and transportation, planning and any other business. Councillor Moran chairing that meeting said, I know a lot of you are not happy about it but it has to be done. We are sharing services and housing with Carlo and we need to have some sort of say in what goes on.